Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. It is time for Beauties on the Beast. Put the pots up, guys. Come on. So I'm going to hear Catherine and Linda and Michelle. Catherine Swift, uh, Working Canadians. What's the uh, Twitter handle again, Catherine? Uh, at Working CDNS, short form for Canadians. Okay, so at Working CDNS. Linda Leatherdale at L. Leatherdale, Vice President of Cambria, Canada. How are you, Linda? Hey, Roy. I'm great. And uh, Michelle Simpson, former Liberal Member of Parliament and seatmate to Justin Trudeau during question period in the long gone by time. Hi, Michelle. Hi, Roy. How are you doing? I'm doing just fine. Good. So I, I've asked you all three to uh, just come up with issues or decide what issues it is you want to talk about. I want to thank you as well for the, the times you've spent with us, not only in 2020, but over the years. This has become really a favorite listener segment. I get so many requests for Beauties and the Beast. Well, Beauties not so much the Beast. Catherine, why don't we start with you, and uh, what's the issue that resonates most with you from this year? Oh, boy. Well, uh, well obviously COVID. Uh, COVID has dominated all of our lives uh, this past year. But I guess looking forward and hopefully looking toward, not imminently, but hopefully in the not too distant future, an end to this uh, horror show with a vaccine and enough people getting vaccinated to actually do something about immunity and so on. I, I think we, we've all been totally focused and distracted in a way by COVID over the last year. And again, not surprisingly, who, who wouldn't be? A, a deadly disease that was uh, hyper-contagious, affecting everybody in one way or another. But what I hope is we take our blinkers off going forward and look at, because I, I think we've all been, you know, kind of, uh, our, our perceptions have been significantly altered by what's been happening with the pandemic. And I hope we can see governments for what they are we have had many many failures and i think it's human nature to want to trust those in power especially when we have a crisis like like the pandemic but there there have been lots of mistakes made for example i think we're going to have a federal election next year um probably earlier rather than later because i think the liberals realize they had better move quickly or the devastation of the pandemic is actually going to sink in and people are going to realize how awful it really was. But I hope we can take those, those COVID blinkers off and see what's really been happening in terms of our national debt, in terms of small business. I heard your, I heard your uh, quote from Charles Adler. And, you know, I, I kind of don't agree with him. People, people uh, having worked on behalf of small business for decades in my career. That's right. You were the former CEO and president of the CFID. Yeah, I mean, people, people relate to small business, and I think there's a lot of justifiable anger. At small what businesses, small businesses, us have done. For Catherine, example, as you know, small business is us, and that will be lasting for the Canadian. That damage will be lasting. So I just hope we'll see those COVID blinkers come off so that people can um, evaluate on a little more objective basis the problems our governments have caused for us going forward. Okay. And if we do have elections, which I believe we will, vote accordingly. Yeah, and uh, Daryl Bricker told us yesterday that the Liberals' lead, as far as popular uh, polling is concerned, is only 3%, which is within the margin of error. Okay, uh, Michelle Simpson, uh, speaking of government, Catherine's talking about government, 
and various governments and, and COVID. COVID is just, that's the common denominator for all the issues in 2020. But what resonates with you, Michelle? Um, COVID, no doubt, but what else? One thing that I'm concerned about is, and I know Linda shares this, is the, the debt as a result of it. I don't know how it could have been prevented, uh, but in, I think in some cases there wasn't enough. There weren't enough controls. Initially, I understand that you know nobody knew what was going on. They had never dealt with this, but all we heard for months in the summer was everybody we're going to have a second wave, and I have to ask myself what the governments provincially and federally were doing to uh, mitigate what we're going through in this second wave. Yeah, exactly. What were they doing? Linda, I know that, uh, and I don't want to presuppose what you're going to talk about, but I know that the debt issue and the the consumer debt, the personal debt that Canadians have has been really troubling to you for years, and we're over a trillion dollars now. That doesn't mean you need to talk about that, but what, what's, what's, what's got your attention? Well, when you asked me, Roy, I put a list together. That was obviously number one, and I'm saying we cannot afford higher taxes, but I fear that that's what's coming down the pike. But I also worry, and I listened to, um, well, uh, your friends and certainly Charles Adler on small businesses. I am worried about the slaughter of small businesses on Main Street. They are the backbone of our economy, and the last thing we need are these bigger monopolies. We need them. And, by the way, my father was a small business entrepreneur, Leatherdale Marine Sales in Aurelia, so I'm proud of that. I also worry about the gap between the rich and the poor, and i got to say, this Christmas... I was thinking about families who couldn't afford to put food on the table. That's not what we need. And I also, the biggest worry I have, Roy, and we've talked about it, civil unrest and the growing hatred in this world. Right now, I say we need love, not hate. And speaking of love, I want to put a shout-out again to those frontline and healthcare workers and, as Ron Foxcroft says, even the essential workers like the truckers who are bringing in the food. They are putting their life on the line to make it better for us. Um, and just Sorry, a little ahead. thought, a Bay Street friend sent, sent me a few notes, and, and this is quite funny. He said, who knew that in 2020 we would be walking into banks with a mask off asking for the clerk for money? <laughs> and who knew in 2020 <laughs> that us older folks were caught trying to sneak out of the house to be with friends and our children grounded us. What a year, Roy. What a year. <laughs> yeah, you know, you're actually you're walking into a bank without a mask, and that's when you get arrested. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's right. <laughs> Look, well, let, me ask you, let me ask you all you three just, this you, question. Do you believe that, do you think that we're, we're still in ascendancy as far as the uh, learning curve is concerned and the concern con- curve is concerned as far as COVID is concerned? Or How many times am I going to say that? And uh, or do you think that we're leveling off now that we know there's vaccines and uh, eventually they will they will get to us, Catherine? Are we, where do you st- where do you stand on that? What well, do you think? I think I think we I think there has been a, like a leveling off of concern because I I, I believe a lot of th- people think we can see the end of the tunnel and hopefully we can and so they're they may be letting up a bit. I, I, I we we know that a lot of people were quite 
adamant that they were going to get together with family over Christmas, for example. So will, will we see a worsening of COVID infections in the next few weeks? I hope not, but it's, it's something we should be paying attention to. But no, I think, I think you're right, Roy. I, th- I think we are seeing people feel, you know, a bit of a sigh of relief, not completely, but a, a, mm-hmm. the beginnings of one that maybe we are seeing the end of things. But you know, Linda, I have to comment on something you said. So many people have been so hard hit, horribly hard hit, and that will last for a long time. And we have a government in Ottawa right now that is continuing to increase taxes on us, which to my mind is inexcusable, unacceptable, and disgraceful. And you're right. Michelle, uh, you know Justin Trudeau. You know many people in that Liberal caucus, in that Liberal party. You were a member. You were an MP for the Liberals. What do you suppose is going on inside the party um, as far as the, you know, as Catherine says, tax increases, and then we had the uh, the massive ca- carbon tax increase that was announced just a couple of weeks ago. They absolutely intend to keep that up. This COVID is going to justify absolutely everything, good, bad, and ugly, going forward, from what I can see. I don't have a lot of faith in the current government to try to get things back under control. Uh, They just, you know, because they're riding high. I, I know they've slipped in the polls, but they're riding high on the fact that they issued all this money. Well, as far as I'm concerned, any idiot can write a check with other people's money and look like a hero. It's the things that that really matter. And to your point about the public, Catherine, I just want to comment, everybody's, I think it's human nature, including my own. You tend to look for a magic bullet when there's a catastrophe some way out that yep. isn't going to be painful. And unfortunately, I, I, don't, I don't see the vaccine as the easy way out in terms of we have to modify behaviors and uh, because I think we'll be wearing masks for and having to social distance for months and months and months to come. Let me take a quick break here, but you know what I miss? Standing in line to get on an elevator with a bunch of other people I don't know. Yep. I, I, I miss... Yeah. <laughs> I really, Come I miss, on, Roy, you can do better than that. <laughs> no, no, I miss battling through a crowd trying not to spill my beer. I, I, you know, I miss well, all I the mundane understand. things, right? I, I miss all this, all this, all the mundane stuff I used to hate. I, I, just, I just miss it. Do you know what uh, just really irked me throughout this whole exercise? is the inconsistent messaging from governments. Like, families shouldn't meet in small groups at a family member's home, Thanksgiving, but hundreds of people can march into a box store at the same time, or 48 hours earlier or 48 hours later. That has That's irked me, and I know it's frustrated, frustrated many people. What do you say, Catherine? Yeah, totally. It, it makes no sense. 
And there's been this bit of a dust-up about uh, people coming in at the border uh, in the last little while. Doug Ford in Ontario was, you know, criticizing the federal government for letting people in. Frankly, that criticism should have been leveled about eight, nine months ago because uh, the the damage that has been done in Canada by not closing our borders. I mean, the most successful countries dealing with COVID have closed their borders early. And we were told it was racist, which was foolishness in the extreme to even think of that uh but um to to my to my way of thinking uh it's it's just um like you say inconsistency masks no masks uh you know social distancing no social distancing you can go to a a political protest by the way but you can't get together with six family members on and on and on and you know the whole small business thing which of course given my history particularly irritates me uh, sometimes so, some people think small business is a quaint little sort of nice thing that we should all try to patronize from time to time. Well, you know what, ladies and gentlemen, it's half the Canadian economy. It is right. not simply a little fringe group somewhere that's kind of nice and comfy and okay. you know, something we should indulge ourselves in occasionally. It's half of our economy, half of our job creation. So, okay, Catherine, let me just, we only important. have we only have two and a half minutes left, and I just want to get Linda and Michelle on. <clears throat> Pardon me. Linda, what's your thinking? Uh, and you don't have to respond to the inconsistent government messaging if you don't want. Well, the government messaging has been mixed. Roy, my mom just turned 90 yesterday, Christmas Day. I couldn't be Happy with her. Happy birthday. And yet I go out and I see gr- groups still gathering, and the biggest bone of contention, and you've said it, and Dan Kelly said it, and Catherine said it, is the fact that these big box stores are opening and the the actually backbone of our economy, these small businesses are struggling. But I believe in them, Roy. And as I mentioned, my father owned um, a small business in Aurelia. The memories are great. These guys are going to get us through it. I believe it. Yes, we need to put the pandemic behind us, but we need to give these guys the tools. Guys, shop local, support. You know what I mean? These are the guys that don't take government handouts. These yeah. are the guys who are paying the taxes. We have to help them. Yeah, we you do. know, Roy, how many politicians broke the rules when they were telling us to do, yeah. you know, X, Oh, of course. Y, I have a list of them. Of I have a list. I have a list. Disgraceful. I have a list, Michelle. The, mis- uh, the messaging from all levels of government, municipal, everything. Uh, can I use the prime minister's words? Sure. Sucks just sucks it is so no wonder people don't know what they're supposed to be doing because you know and then that creates anger fear and anger so the fact that there wasn't any consistent messaging you know i heard you know even doug ford wimped out he made a decision i don't agree with it but oh we're going to lock down so it was going to be on the 24th Mm -hmm. then he changed it to the 26th that was trying to save his political rear end. And we get to that point always. Yes. It's always about politics toward the yes. end. And if we're looking at a, uh, if we're looking, uh, let me just be, uh, I'm not thinking I'm being cynical here. If we're looking at the prospect of a federal election in the spring, it's only going to get worse over the next three months. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's not going to improve. 
Beauties, I uh, I wish you all three um, the best possible 2021. And thank you for being so available and doing these great shows uh, throughout the year. They're really popular. Everybody loves you. Everybody hates me, which is just the way it should be. I can't imagine that, Roy. <laughs> no. Well, you do a great job. You're a pussycat. <laughs> oh, thank, thank you. you. I, I, wasn't, I wasn't angling for that at all. <laughs> <laughs> well, everyone, 2021 has to be better than 2020. Uh, no exactly. Option. There's no option. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.